ship and suffer on In this week's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the options included under the Tools, Manage, Email Notifications menu, which includes new features added for on-time version 10.1. This is the main screen where you'll be configuring your connection to your SMTP server. If you're an on-time now customer, this will automatically be set to localhost and there's no configuration further needed. However, if you'd wish, you could also go and set this up to an external SMTP server, maybe like a Gmail account or in this case, a Hotmail Live account, and just fill in your credentials. Now I'd like to talk about some of the other settings we have. The first refers to the email queue. The email queue is a service which allows you to send emails from the database as opposed to sending them out from the individual clients. This can be beneficial for large networks or networks where machines can't natively connect to the SMTP server. For more information about the email queue and other on-time services, you can check out this installation video for more information. This is an option for the maximum number of attempts to send an email. By default, this is set to three. Zero means zero, not unlimited. So if you're using the email queue, you'll want to make sure that this is some non-zero value. You can set the max attachment size. By default, it's set to 10 megs. Just make sure that you're not setting it too high to be incompatible with whomever you're sending these emails. And you can also choose the encoding to be ASCII, UTF-7 or 8, or Unicode. A few other options here. The first is to not send a notification to the user who caused the notification, meaning that if I've made a change and if I were set to also be notified of that change, do I want to get sent that email or is it enough that I made the change that I don't need to be notified? Whether or not you would like to send notifications to inactive users or if you would like to only send notifications out to users who are active in your system. And then this last option is to suppress all notifications coming from your system. So if you're making some changes to your system and you want to stop everything from going out until you redo your configuration, this might be a good option. And then you can just deselect it once everything is configured. We have a few other options under notification settings. Along with any email notifications, there's the option to go and send links to your instance of on-time web or of on-time windows. Here's a notification which I received, and at the bottom it includes a link to my instance of OnTime Web to bring me directly to the item, or there is an option just to open it in OnTime Windows. In order for these to successfully bring you to the item, you need to input your instance of OnTime Web into this base URL, which can be configured at this screen. If you're an OnTime Now hosted customer, it is just the link to your OnTime Now account. Here is an option for the Windows link. The first option is to click a link, which will launch a browser, and then that browser can then go and launch your on-time Windows client, or to create a direct link to on-time Windows. These security options may either be set up on your browser or in your email client, like Outlook or Thunderbird. The next option is to set up some global notifications to be sent out. These are the exact same notification rules, which are set up under the project wiki, selecting all projects, and then the project notification list. And then finally, there's a testing utility, which allows you to send test emails directly from this prompt. This is great for making testing easy, but you'll want to make sure that you still receive any notifications sent out to make sure that they're being relayed properly and they're not being filtered anywhere in your system. For more information about configuring notifications and alerts, you may want to view episode 55 
or episode 120 of Fear the Bug. Thank you for viewing.